The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. This weekend, Australia votes and as we all go to the polls, there are nine candidates in the Limestone Coast vying for the seat of the Barker electorate. I've had the chance to catch up with a number of these candidates. And if you're still undecided as to who to vote for in the 2022 federal election, here's your chance to hear what our candidates have to say. First up, I get the chance to chat to member for Barker, Tony Passon. Tony, g'day. Morning, Ewan. Hey, Tony, you've been a member of parliament now for how long? Since September 2013. So um, I suppose that makes it eight and a half years. All right, highlights in the last eight and a half years for you from being in Parliament? Goodness, that's a um, very difficult question. Um, There are many, but when I was elected to the Parliament, I gave myself the task of making sure communities were right across Barker were even better places to live, work and raise a family. And I think across a number of um, fronts, we've been able to achieve that, whether it's better infrastructure in our road network, more mobile phone base stations and there are 32 new ones across Barker, building out childcare facilities, working on the campaign for the Mount Gambier Rec Centre, Wallanda, mm. I think is the the single most difficult and um, most enjoyable achievement. But I'm often asked about these things, you know, what, what are the things you're proud of most? And it's always going to be the little stories you never hear of. Yeah. You know, someone yeah. that comes into the office. We got a box of chocolates dropped off recently from a couple from Panola. We worked uh, with them to ensure their spousal visa, uh, after some complications and some errors in their paperwork, um, could come through. You know, picking up the phone call and saying, look, I, I just want to tell you we've got it done. Um, when you hear a deaf silence on the other end of the line, you know you've had a real impact. And this, this is a couple that will go on. They will have children, they'll enrol their children in school, they're already volunteering at football clubs um, and the local CFS. Those are the wins that you don't read in the paper or hear on with respect on the radio, mm. but they're the, they're the things that, you know, when I put my head on the pillow at night, I, I think, well, that's what making a community an even better place to live, work and raise a family is all about. Tony... It seems self-serving to ask the question, but as we lead into the election, why vote for you? Well, uh, the first thing I'll say is I'm someone who has a proven track record of delivery. Mm. Now, that's from the very small projects to the very large. I've got a reputation in Canberra as being not pretty, not very pretty, but pretty effective. Um, <laughs> ministers have been in in the national media from time to time saying, you know, I had to deliver this for Mount Gambier, the Limestone Coast, because otherwise Tony Passon would threaten to break my arms. Now, of course, they're tongue-in-cheek when they say that, but it's because uh, I suppose my political spirit animal is the bulldog. I just don't give up. I bash on the doors till I get what my community wants. It's not about me, Ewan. It's about what my community wants. Being able to secure $1.8 million for Kingston childcare. Great uh, result. And more than that, getting the Labor Party to commit to match it so that irrespective of the outcome of this election, the people of Kingston have their childcare facility in what is a traditional Liberal Party seat is an achievement which caused people from all over the political spectrum to ring me and say, how did you get that done? Well, I got it done because I know which buttons to press because that's what eight and a half years of experience gives you. Mm. I'm someone who took my first steps in this community, Ewan. I watched my children uh, take theirs and I can assure your listeners I'll take my lasts in this community. So I work hard create 
communities across Parker, including this one in Mount Gambier, as even better places to live, work and raise a family. Because when politics is all done, and that could be on the 22nd of May for me, um, I'm going to be living in this community and I want this community to be an even better place to live, work and raise children. And hopefully, in my case, one day, raise grandchildren. So that's why people should vote for me. A vote for me is a vote for experience, someone who gets the job done uh, and someone who can genuinely take the interests of Mount Gambier and the Limestone Coast to the federal parliament because um, I think pretty well if you cut my veins at you and it, it, it bleeds Mount Gambier. Tony, good luck on the 21st, mate. We're only a couple of days away from uh, from the election, as I say. Thanks for dropping by for a chat today. Thanks, mate. Member for Barker, Tony Paston, joining us this morning. Now, Lovestone Coasters, I have got Rosa Hillman from the Greens to have a chat to me. Rosa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am sensational. Now, Rosa, tell me a little bit about you and why you decided to put your hands up to enter federal politics. Okay, well, I, um, I've been living in Meningi for 20 years now. I've always fought for different things and for 20 years at the moment, I've been fighting for water and for the Murray-Darling Basin Plan. I had no idea about politics, no idea about how, run, how to run. And I'd met um, a campaign manager from the Greens in my travels. So I rang to see if they knew anyone that might be able to help me and might be able to help me cheap. And they said, why don't you run for us? And I, like every other country person, thought, well, well I'm not green. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, the big parties like to portray the Greens as these wacky, crazy people. And I got told, go and have a look at our policies. And when I looked at the policies, I realised that they were very close to a lot of my value system. You can make a difference and you can change things. And that's what I'm trying to do. So for the last five years or more, I've been trying to do my best to get around the electorate, which is 68,000 square kilometres, and to the best of my ability because, you know, I'm only a volunteer. I don't have um, money or staff behind me, so I'm just doing my best to be out there as much as I possibly can. Rosa, from a Greens point of view, what do you think the most important issue is? Look, cost of living is the most important issue, and I think one of the good, one of the wonderful policies that I see as a big point of difference between us and the two major parties is that we want to um, take the retirement age back to 65 for people. We want to raise the rates across the board to $88 a day for everybody that are on um, support payments to try and help um, with the cost of living. We have a, a large population of aged. We have a large population of carers and people with disabilities and we're getting no relief. Look, I think across the board, um, there are some central issues that affect everybody. Climate change is one. You know, you only have to look at the bushfires and the floods. And and so that that is a big problem. And, you know, the seasons are changing. Um, so it's making it very difficult. Housing is another one. I mean, the lack of housing throughout the region is is chronic. You know, you talk to people and they're concerned about their town shrinking because there's nothing for 
for their children coming through so they they move away and and this is the problem this electorate has been basically blue for over 120 years i think we're about the second safest seat in australia and so we don't nothing is seriously done we we don't get any serious investments into this region we need a shake up we need a change and and we need a strong voice in parliament why should we vote for you on the 21st it's important that we do have change and i think it's important that we get an everyday person into parliament that we get someone with lived experience someone who actually does care about their communities Rosa, good luck as we go to the polls. Thank you very much for taking the time out to have a chat to us. Thanks for being part of it this morning. Thank you for inviting me. Now, Limestone Coasters, as we continue to talk politics in the lead up to the election from the Australia United Party, I have got David Swiggs on the line. David, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. How are you? I'm good. Now, David, you have been a local to the Limestone Coast for more years than I can count. Tell me a little mm. bit about you and what you've got up to. I was born and raised on a sheep and cattle grazing property at Palangadoo. And share farmed that with my parents for 15 years. And we had a stint in uh, retail with the Bedman and Discovery Furniture. People would know me from there. And then, yeah, I spent 10 years in banking, mainly with ANZ, in lending. So, yeah, a bit of a diverse career so far. And David, what got you to put your hand up for the United Australian Party and to, to be one of the candidates for the 2022 federal election? You know, a couple of years ago with the onset of the the pandemic and and that sort of thing i saw you know the community sort of start to crumble a bit and we've seen some some real mental health issues come out of it and one thing led to another and i thought what can i do to help and and this is where i've ended up so david tell me about the the policies that you believe in as we head to the federal election there's a couple of policies that are very pertinent to to barker and regional areas and that will be our three percent cap for five years home loan policy which as, as it suggests, we'll, we'll cap home loans at 3%. Um, we feel that there's some real inflationary pressures coming. Um, banks have already factored in much higher rates over the next few years. So we want to provide that bit of a safety net for homeowners in, our, in the regional areas of Barker. Um, another one is a lot of revenue is generated in the, in the regions, especially Barker. And we'd like to see that revenue share um, be returned to to our regions and we're proposing a 25 percent minimum return of that that revenue that's generated in our area so um, we we feel that we feel that will um, uh, put put more money back in to the regional areas um, it will create uh, incentives for investment and also services to return which we we have lost over many years and another one we we're proposing is the 20% zonal tax rebate. Again, um, an incentive to bring people back to regional communities to help rebuild them, help strengthen them. We feel that that would be a real incentive for people to move back to to the country. So yeah, there's there's um, three pretty strong policies we think that um, will certainly benefit Barker. And David, what do you think the, the main issues are for people in Barker at the moment as we do head to the polls? Yeah, look, I think the rising cost of living is a real concern, um, especially, you know, I have spent a fair bit of time in my career in one way or another with, with uh, elderly people and mm -hmm. seniors in the community, especially through banking. And it's been a long time 
you know, they've, they've been struggling for a long time um, with, uh, you know, being able to have enough to, to have a dignified end to their life. And you know that's why we're proposing a $180 a fortnight increase to the pension. We feel that, you know, again with the rising cost of living and cost of goods, um, a bit of that's going to be absorbed. But um, it'll give our seniors and our aged pensioners a boost. Um, but they, we really feel that we need to do something because um, if they stay on the same the same rate they're on now, they're, they're going to be a lot worse off going forward. So, yeah, we're proposing that one. Hey, David, it has been great to talk to you. Good luck in the election. Of course, we go to the polls on the 21st. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning, and thanks for joining uh, talking to us a little bit about the Australian United Party. No worries. Thank you very much, Ewan. Jonathan Peach, he is a uh, candidate for the National Party in the upcoming election as we go to vote for the electorate of Barker. He joins me on the line. Jonathan, good morning. Hi, good morning, Ewan. Good to be here. Hey, Jonathan, tell me a little bit about you and, and why you've decided to put your hand up and stand for federal politics. Sure. So, you know, I'm a uh, first-generation farmer, you could say, from the upper southeast, uh, based out of Tintinara. I'm not actually from the bush originally. I uh, was born in Melbourne. And I've had a passion for agriculture from a very young age, which I've uh, had the opportunity now to pursue, which has been really good. So uh, I've decided to put my hand up to stand for Barker uh, as the National Party candidate. Um, look, I believe in what the National Party stands for, that we're the party for regional uh, Australia, and that we bring a focus to regionalisation and uh, the needs of regional people. Jonathan, I I have to admit that there has got to be um, different issues for for many regions in Barker alone. The the issues yeah. that we're faced in Mount Gambier are going to be the issues that are faced in Tintinara, to the issues that are faced in Panola, to the issues that are faced, for sake of argument, in Mount Burr. But overall, what do you think the, the main issues are as we go to the federal election that people in our area uh, need help with? Look, the, probably the number one issue that has uh, come up is housing, affordability and just access to housing, uh, whether that be purchasing or uh, renting. Um, and that's been something that's been building, I suppose, from the state campaign and just been amplified more and more the more time goes on. That's actually a good news story for us, though. Uh, it does mean that our houses are filling, that we've got people uh, coming into the bush, but it's a challenge now that we need to address and make sure that we increase supply uh, to keep regional housing affordable because it's a great place to raise a young family. And we need to be able to give young families the opportunity to buy into their first piece of land and uh, to have their families out in the regions. Another issue that comes up a fair bit is health. Um, while it's more of a state issue, it's still uh, quite a pressing concern. Just the distance you have to travel um, in the regions to get what people in the city might take as basic health services, uh, whether that's the supply of doctors in individual towns like you see in Keith, um, or whether that's having to go to Adelaide from Keith or anywhere in the middle of the southeast um, to have treatment for cancer, radiotherapy or things along those lines. Jonathan, we are all going to be faced with a decision on the 21st. We're going to get a green paper. It is going to have nine candidates on it. Uh, why should we put a number one next to your name or at least put you in the higher preferences for a vote on election day? Uh, look, Ewan, I would ask the voters of Barker to consider 
uh, what I've put forward during the campaign, what I stand for. Uh, I do believe that regional South Australia needs dedicated regional representation for a party that is only focused on that. I'm a conservative. Uh, I come from a point of view that um, believes in the regions and that we have a great opportunity in the regions to grow the regions. Uh, but I believe that we need somebody in Canberra that is just fighting for that, um, fighting within government um, to deliver for the people of Barker. Uh, so that's probably what I'd say there. Yeah, and that's still probably not the greatest answer out there, anyway. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. Oh, dear. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. Jonathan, it is going to be an interesting election campaign. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you very much for taking some time out to have a chat to us about your uh, your ideas and uh, and how you think the election is going to shape up. Thanks for joining us for a chat this morning. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Now, Livestone Coasters, one of the independents who is standing in the electorate of Barker is Vince Panel. Vince, first of all, tell me a little bit about you and, and why you decided to put your hand up to stand for Parliament in the 2022 election. I'm just an average person that's been watching what's been going on for quite some time and I've just looked at it and thought, they're not working for us anymore. They're working for themselves. So I decided to stand up and say, right, I'm going to work for the people. What are the, I suppose, the, the policies and the, the beliefs are that you stand for as we lead to the election? Right, so a lot of the policies and beliefs that I stand for follow um, Australia One's principles because I've looked, read, saw those policies and they are good, uh, worth looking at. Uh, and I suppose the other part is that those policies align a lot with my morals. One of those morals is that I stand for, if I was to get in, I'm standing for the people. So if the people want something to go one way and I don't agree with it, then I have to go with the way of the people because that's what I, I promised to do, which happens to be a moral, by the way. But mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vince, what do you think the issues are for people in Barker as we lead into the election and, and the things that will be important on election day when they go to cast their votes? As you know, I live up in Manham. Being a rural area, it's all about farming and everything for me. I like farming. I love farming all my life. I've owned one for a little while, but I'm an IT guy as well. So my biggest things that I'm looking at here is that we don't have, uh, well, primary industry has been destroyed over the, the last few years. We have no secondary industries behind it or tertiary industries. We need to bring all that stuff back. Uh, we sold off all our assets. Uh, for us personally, that like housing is a really big issue to try and even get a house. Mm. Just had to pick up my son from Adelaide, who was up there studying for two years, got himself into programming. He can't even afford to buy get a house to get so he can get a job in Adelaide. It's just ridiculous. Then you've got, of course, aged care. Madam, biggest population of aged people in South Australia. We have about nine percent more people here over the age of sixty-five than anywhere else. Vince, it's going to be a, uh, a very interesting election. How do you think you're going to go um, against the, uh, the candidates that are standing for, uh, for the federal election this year? It's up to the people, to be honest. right? They have the absolute power. They don't realise how much power they've got and they don't realise how much is happening Like with the uh, current WHO Treaty, that's the World Health Organisation's treaty that is being signed in under the table here that basically gives them the power to walk into any country after claiming a pandemic and run it. So, you know, 
by, by our constitution. Uh, so it's up to the people whether they think we're doing this for them or whether they just believe that we're a political person who wants to be, you know, in there with the money and the power. I won't put me in there for three years. I don't care. I said I'm, I'm gone as long as I can make a start of getting us back on the same track. I'm not there for the money. I believe there's a movement. I believe we've probably got somewhere around about 30% of the people who have had enough of what happened due to the COVID and what the government did and all the laws they broke. Whether it's enough to make a political difference is another question. There's a lot of people there who still think that everything that the government did was right. And, and quite clearly, history will show it wasn't. Vince, it is going to be an interesting election. We go to the polls in the next couple of days. Thank you so much for having a chat to us this morning and uh, good luck with the election. That's it, Limestone Coasters. Hearing from some of our candidates from the electorate of Barker in the lead up to the federal election. We all go to the polls this Saturday.